In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of Tuba, and today the Gospel is from John chapter 3. And the Gospel of today is about a discussion between St. John the Baptist, and a discussion that he had with the Jews about the purification. And in the midst of their discussion, St. John, he utters a very, very famous verse. I'm sure you're all familiar with it. He must... Increase and I must decrease. And I believe this verse is a great image of Christian life. Christian life is about increasing, growing in spiritual in the spiritual life and decreasing all the evil things in our life. And you see that theme like throughout the Bible, he must increase, I must decrease. For example, if you look at like Isaiah chapter 1, wash yourselves and make yourselves clean, put away the evil of your doings before my eyes, decrease the evil. Cease to do evil. Then it says, learn to do good. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. The prophet saying, stop these things and learn to do good things. Decrease, increase. In the New Testament, St. Paul, he says something similar. He says, but now you yourselves, this is in the epistle to the Colossians, he says, but now yourselves are to put off these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed according to knowledge, according to the image of him who created him. The question for us today that we need to ask ourselves, are we decreasing the evil things in our life? And are we increasing, are we growing in the Spirit? Today I want to speak about a few things that we could decrease in our life and a few things that we can increase. And all of them are tied to the readings of today. The first thing that we need to decrease in our life is drama. Drama. The reason I say this is because the Jews in the gospel of today, they came to St. John the Baptist and they said, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are coming to him. The Jews are coming to St. John the Baptist, not because they want to believe in St. John the Baptist. They don't really like him very much. They're not coming because they were confused and they want clarification on the purification. It's not like they're coming because they want to learn. They're coming because they want drama. They want St. John to... You see, all of his disciples are leaving him and they want him to get fueled up. And Yanni, from a worldly perspective, and I was thinking, how would I respond? I'd be like, it's none of your business. Like, and I, whether, like, these are my followers, they're leaving and going into Malcolm. Because they want to come and bring, like, drama to the situation. They care about conflict. And some people, unfortunately, in our society, they love conflict. Because, unfortunately, our society loves, like, drama. And drama, all of this drama, like why would the Jews be motivated to do such a thing like this? It comes from hatred, it comes from pride, result of envy. Whenever we see drama, know that you have three ingredients. You have 
hatred, you have pride, and you have envy. And all the drama is the result of these three things. Drama starts when we start when because we love to compete with each other who has a bigger following who is more popular who earns more who gets more likes who is better at this or that king solomon in in his wisdom in the book of ecclesiastes he said i have learned why people work so hard to succeed it is because they envy the things their neighbors have Is that the reason we work so hard? Is because we want to be better than other people and we want to show off? This is like St. John, he didn't fall into this trap of comparison. Oh, I have this many followers. Oh, I have this. Look at who's my... My followers are much better than yours. He didn't fall for this, this trap. He cut through all the drama. Remove the drama from your life by removing the three ingredients that we spoke about. Hatred, pride, and envy. If you remove those things, all the drama will go away. Another thing to decrease in our life is the desire to be something that I am not. The desire to be something that I am not. I came across a, a Syrian proverb. It's an interesting one. It says, The camel demanding horns lost his ears. The camel demanding horns lost his ears. This proverb is a metaphor for someone who wants something they cannot have and when they pursue the thing that they cannot have they lose something very valuable that they already have so it's a reminder for us to be content with what we have and not to strive for things that are not meant for us yeah this point was inspired by what saint john the baptist said on multiple times they came to say are you the messiah And every time they came to say, are you the Messiah? He would say, no, I'm not. So maybe after a while, maybe like could have got the best of it. Oh, to be the Messiah, that would be nice to be the Messiah. And then he starts to play a part of that he isn't, he's not the Messiah, but because people are saying this about him, maybe he starts to believe this about himself. So he starts to be something that he is. Not, actually, there's a very famous person that this story happened to. He started another religion. It's a very big religion. He didn't think very much of himself. Someone else said something about him. And he's like, oh yeah, I must be a prophet. And then, Agbul Kalam, and then he started to, he's, he's not. He was never. But someone told him and he's like, hmm, Fikra. Oh, this sounds good. To be something you're not. I feel that society these days is trying to convince us to be something we are not. You know, St. John the Baptist, he knows who he is. He says, I am the friend of the bridegroom. I am not the bridegroom. I am not the Messiah. And I feel our younger girls feel like they have to be like models or like magazine covers or to be like their peers in school yeah, boys girls we're trying to be something we are not same thing for the young the young men 
We, re- we need to realize who we are. We are called to be holy, called to be saints, called to be servants, called to be the slaves of God, the servants of God, and to our brethren. So stop pretending to be things that you are not. Stop trying to pretend to be things that you are not. Each person needs to recognize their call from God. The only way you will know what you're supposed to be is you know what God has called you to be. So each person needs to know what God has called them to be. And you can know what God has called you to be through your prayers, through your scripture, through your father's confession, through your spiritual growth. All of these things, if you follow in this way, you'll see what you you are supposed to be. And without these things, then, of course, we'll be confused. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. I don't know. Does God talk to me? I don't know what I should do. And then we live in a state of confusion. I love what St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He says, if the foot should say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Do you see the problem here? Is the foot wants to be the, the hand. And if the ear should say, I am, because I am not the eye, I am not of the, the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were the hearing, where would be the smelling? But no God has set the members of each one of them in the body just as he pleased. Each person should know their role in the body. We should not let our pride our ambition, our passions, our previous shortcomings, affect our call, to affect our call. St. Augustine, he said something nice. He said, Grant, Lord, that I may know myself, that I can know you. Too many people these days, they don't even know themselves. They have wrong, maybe destructive opinions of themselves. Too many people don't realize the only way to know yourself is to know God. The only way to know yourself is to know God. I liked uh, what C.S. Lewis said in Mere Christianity. He said, your real, your real new self will not come as long as you are looking for it. It will come when you are looking for Him. You can't find yourself looking for yourself. Is this my passion? Is this my goal? Is this? No. Look for Him. And when you look for Him, then you will start to know yourself. We are the image of God. That's the image we want to show. Image of God in us. So, when St. John said, he must increase, I must decrease, it's as if that image is covered by sins, pride, ego, everything is covering the image of Christ in me. Take off all the garbage and allow the image of Christ to show in you. This is what I think, he must increase, I must decrease. So far we've talked about two things that we need to decrease in our life. Decrease the drama and decrease the desire to be something I am not. To realize what our true calling is. Let's speak about two things that we need to increase in our life. The first thing that we can increase in is pointing all things to God. Pointing all things to God. 
Saint John the Baptist was always pointing everyone to the Lord Jesus Christ. Every pointing everything to God. In the Gospel of today, Saint John he said something very nice. He said, "A man can receive nothing. A man can receive uludi nothing." Nothing. A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. That means everything that we have comes from heaven. Until you think about that, everything that you have is coming from heaven. Until you need to increase this idea. This idea needs to increase that everything we have comes from heaven. When someone is pointing to God and he sees everything coming as a gift from heaven, how do you think someone would feel if he sees everything is coming from heaven? Taban wahid yikun happy, yikun joyful. He wants to praise God. He wants to be full of thanksgiving because everything is coming from heaven. We have to realize that everything, everything, all creation, the whole creation, the, the, the sun, the moon, the trees, everything, it was for our like, benefit. The human, mankind, is the pinnacle of creation. And so everything is a gift for man. The other thing that this idea, if we are not only will we be thankful... Like, if we realize that everything is a gift from God, we will increase in thanksgiving. We will also increase in being content. Because I will realize how much God loves me. Yani, Wahid is always giving gifts to someone. You will, Kafaya, God, you've given me way too many gifts. I'm so happy with the gifts that you've given to me. So when someone sees that God is giving them so many, he'll be very content. He feels the love of God for them in his heart. Another thing that increasing in 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 that or increasing this idea that everything is coming from God or everything is pointing to God, this will increase my ability to give. When I realize that everything is a gift to me, if it's a gift to me, it's not really mine, it was just handed to me, so then I can give it to the next person. So if, I, if everything is coming from God, it will cause me to be more thankful, it will cause me to be more content, it will cause me to be more giving. All of those come by just realizing that every gift comes from, from heaven. Another thing that we can increase is our endurance. Hmm? I think to increase our endurance. That was the, this point was inspired by the Pauline epistle of today. In the Pauline epistle of today, St. Paul, he was talking to the Hebrews. He says, but recall the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle with suffering. For you had compassion on me in my chains, and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods. You joyfully accepted someone stealing from you. Because everything is a gift, so you joyfully accept it. Knowing that you, had, you have a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great 
reward. And then he goes on to say, for you have need of endurance. St. Paul says you need more endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. The Christian needs to have more endurance. How do we have more endurance? We need to be more patient. We need to be more long-suffering. We need to endure hardships more gracefully. We need to endure, we need to grow in our spiritual stamina. Just as a marathon runner trains to increase their stamina. I feel that's like the beauty of our church with the vigils, with the matanias, with the fasting. Everyone should be training themselves, enduring. This is practice of endurance. The Christian is growing in their love for scripture. Enduring hardships, enduring fasting, enduring giving, enduring a lot of things. Christians should be increasing in these things. I want to close with a prayer that I came across is a Catholic prayer for humility. It's called the Catholic prayer for humility. And so you guys can go look it up and, and hear about it. A very beautiful prayer. The refrain of the prayer is, Deliver me, O Jesus. So I'll say a part and you say, Deliver me, O Jesus. Can you say that? Deliver me, O Jesus. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me from the desire, hear me from the desire of being esteemed. From the desire of being loved, deliver me. From the desire of being honored and praised. From the desire of being preferred to others. From the desire of being consulted and of being approved. From the fear of being humiliated and despised. From the fear of suffering rebukes and being accused. From the fear of being forgotten. From the fear of being ridiculed and of the fear of being wronged. The second part has a different refrain. It says, Jesus grant me the grace to desire it. Jesus grant me the grace to desire it. He says that others may be chosen and I set aside. That's like St. John That others may be chosen, like increase, and I decrease. That others may be chosen and I set aside, Jesus grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be praised, that others may be praised and I go unnoticed, Jesus grant me the desire to desire it. That others may be loved more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be esteemed more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That, in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. Today we want to, Him to increase and all of us to to decrease everyone to to decrease all the bad things all the evil and to increase in the life of holiness i hope you enjoyed this prayer and glory be to god forever amen <laughs>